Blog what Talk is that? Radio. Three, four, five, or six. This is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates, along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832 642 1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. That's on the commercial. Once again, anyway. call the Credit Shiro at 832. What is up? What is up? What is up? It is your boy, Young Tilly. We back. You know, I got the guys in here with me today. I got all the guys here with me. You know what I mean? So we just going to let them, we just going to let everybody introduce themselves. So go right ahead. Who want to go first? Y'all want me to go first? I'll go first. Go ahead, then. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's me, Lucy. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Prince. Yes, sir. Y'all already know it is. It's your boy, Famous <laughs> One, in the building. I'm here. I'm live, and I'm active. Uh, hi, it's your boy, Tan Tan, the man with the plan. Say it with me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That, that boy is something else. Man, you know who ain't been here in a minute? <laughs> that boy Q, what you been up to, man? Um, just adulting, man, and um, just, uh, I just stopped training at my new job, and I, I love my job. I'm making pretty good money, so um, focusing on that, trying to get an apartment. So I'm just focusing on getting an apartment and um, working on. I just released three singles and just working on my next mixtape. So I'm pretty busy. Okay, okay. Right, money, right. you say. <laughs> Nah, boy, what's the new job? Where you working at? So let's I work at AT and T. Um, it's a call center, so Ooh, that's what's know, up. Dealing with you know AT and T customers and their accounts and paying bills and you know upgrading their phone plan. Talking about the iPhone 12 Plus that just came out and you know just all things AT and T and you know all day today I've been talking about the iPhone with customers. That's you know that. So I mean, I mean, pretty much just talking about phone plans and. You know, phone services. I'm doing that from seven to four during the week. I'm off on Fridays and Sundays, so and I work seven to four every other day. So I like my schedule; it works for me. But that's what I've been up to. Oh, this was so. This was. So, I know they they got you staying busy, huh? They was like, oh, how can I get my hand on this iPhone 12, man? Yeah. <laughs> All day, huh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, everybody's trying to you know upgrade to the iPhone 12 that just came out, so that's. Pretty much how we stay busy with the new phone upgrades that come out. Sure. I'll get the next one to come out. Not the 12. I'll get the 13. <laughs> I'm trying Apple to get a 13. Mac right now. So, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm really trying to get my hands on. Apple getting that good money, man. It's crazy. They always do. Always. Never fails. They think, make so much money, bro. I think the 12 takes uh, USB Type-C, too, if I'm not mistaken. No, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't know at all. It's not. It's not really of an importance. It's kind know. of important. I mean, a new phone. They do the same thing as the same phone I got. I'm now. talking about. The, they probably got more storage. That's probably it. I mean, if it's switching from Lightning to USB Type C, because you know everybody else got to follow suit. That's then it's gonna be Type C everywhere instead of the Apple do be setting trends. Exactly. Yeah, they, they do. do. Like how they change it from the the big fat charger. To the, to the small one we at now. Yeah. 
Then they started off with the no home button. Now you got other iPhone. Well, not iPhone, but other phone companies. Is that a, is that a home they button got, on your phone? They got other phone companies. They got other phone companies having the, the no uh, home button. So yeah. Hey, home buttons is going out of style, dog. You know what I mean? uh, yeah. boy, I, I'm not trying to no, be. No, imagine, bro. That's crazy. Your, not yeah, your head, but I feel you. But imagine. Got it. Got it. I'm saying get the twelve. I'm just saying. Get rid of that home button. Come this home, bro. But anyways, anybody else want to talk about their week? We got, you know, I got, we got, I got this week off. Lily just been chilling. Just, they just off of school. <laughs> just for what? Like, what y'all get a whole week off of school for? Like, man, like honestly, this school year it's been stressful. I say it's probably like, I say the most stressful year I've had so far. You stressed out with a whole week off of school? I'm talking about like during the school year. I feel oh. like this week was just like, oh. It's like a um try to get your grades up. It's like it's okay, like a makeup okay. week basically. Uh-huh. I have to go to class. Oh, for sure. So I mean I haven't I haven't been having to because my grades straight. But we oh, honestly to say how's it stressful? Like your laptop charger messed up or something. <laughs> no, it's just like class. You like some some teachers that they be overdoing it with work, bro. Like it, it's I'm like bro, I can't be doing all this sometimes. But you know, I get it done. But besides that, my week been cool. Just been resting. We're hooping with the guys yesterday. That's really uh, it. Yeah. This was so mm-hmm. Me personally, I I just been working. I've been working my tail off recently. I worked like forty five hours last week, forty five hours this week, and I think I'm scheduled for another forty five this week. So I'm just, just I'm just getting to it. I'm chasing right now. I don't blame you. Man, that's all you can do now. I mean, what else is that to really do? <laughs> I mean, people out here here partying and stuff. I me, mean, I was working at Halloween and stuff, man. I seen, I seen Batman come in the store. It was so many different people. Like one, this one group of people that came and they bought like seven hundred and twenty dollars worth of candy, and that was giving it all out. And I was just like, How yeah, much? like seven hundred and twenty. And then with the Walgreens card and stuff, it, it like went down to like five hundred and fifteen. But that's still, that's still a lot of money. Like that's that really a lot is. of money, man. You can get a lot with that, bro. Man, seven hundred. A lot. That's that's an iPhone right there, <laughs> without a home button. <laughs> <laughs> oh me, it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, but, what you been up to? Man, my work was good. Man, I thought I was like ten, ten a man. Had the whole week off. Found out today I had to go back to school. I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I was really hurt, but it I is think. what it is. It's life. That so, Kipster life, huh? Kipster. Yeah, the Bulldogs. So I went back to school today. You know, it's kind of like make up work and stuff like that. Make sure you're good before the semester ends. So, yeah. So about school started back today. Damn, y'all about to have them finals and stuff coming up soon, huh? Man. Don't, re- don't even remind <laughs> me, bro. It's about to get crazy, bro. Y'all make high school sound so lame. I swear, high school, high school was fun. High school for is fun, but like being at oh, home, yeah, you don't, at you don't home. get the you don't I get forgot. the full high school experience. I mean, I'm going back in January. Though. Y'all went in the same. Yeah, it's still not gonna be doing it. no pep rallies. You know the Booker T pep rallies be active. Oh, ain't no pep rallies. Probably not. Hey, I miss what y'all pray well. At least. I mean, we be on the news. That's the whole football team. We have like little games and stuff. Hey, y'all on ESPN tonight, right? Yeah, we play Bigsby tonight. Oh, we on ESPN, ESPN. Mm-hmm. Big game. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I see him is in the building. You know, she ain't come in and say what's say up? what's up to nobody. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt, but yeah, what's up, y'all? How your week been? Um, it's been okay. 
I just spent, um, what do I want? I don't know, just school. <laughs> I mean, you don't know just school? It's <laughs> cool. What you been doing? Imagine being in school, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're enjoying it though. <laughs> okay, you got that one. <laughs> you got that one. <laughs> at least she in that hole. She ain't like, damn, bro, another day sitting at home. <laughs> she out there. She out there. Like, she, she, she active. <laughs> Must be nice, bro. All on the phone. Hi, with friends and whatnot. <laughs> Posting on, posting on social media and stuff. You can't get on Boy. social media and say what's happening at school because you all, you all do like everybody they else. They get to talk face to face, all that. Hey. With a mask. No that boy fight. said, let me face on now. Hey, yo, what's up, homie? <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to go for lunch. <laughs> so, somebody come pick me up, please. <laughs> Y'all go all door dash the same thing. <laughs> hey, bro, you trying to hop on 2K? <laughs> Yeah, y'all lucky. I wouldn't. I wouldn't in school with y'all because I wouldn't be focused on no type of class. Cause I'd be <laughs> it's hard, bro. On the game, sleep, doing. Boy, stuff. that'd be the first. I if I ain't, I do that. I do the homework through the middle of the night, then turn it in that morning, or do it like I don't know. I could get up early in the morning, do schoolwork, and then chill for the rest of the day. That's what get I it do. over with. That's what I do. I'd get up mad early. Bro, like, ain't the classes recorded too? Yes. Yeah, you oh, can go back. Nah. And, you can go back. Yeah, and boy, I'd be up at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> doing homework. Mm-hmm. Class don't even work. start there. <laughs> but that's. But if I can go what back and watch first it. First class start like what? Eight some. Eight thirty. Eight thirty. So like Mondays and Thursdays they start at eight thirty. Then Tuesdays and Fridays they start at nine twenty-five. So the class. So like say Monday, I ain't gonna wake up till three o'clock on Tuesday. Do Monday's work. <laughs> <laughs> and turn it in. I mean, everything is due on Sunday, eleven fifty nine. Oh uh, yeah, see. I try to get it all like all out the way during the week, like mm-hmm. during five yeah, days. Yeah. Then I just have the weekend to chill. Yeah, part of me will want to do that, but knowing me, Saturday would just be the day I get everything done. See, no, like, I do it early that early that morning before I go out. Like I have a procrastination problem, so I just be like, man, let me just get up, get it out the way, and I can just chill. That's really it. Mm. Yeah. But we talk about everybody's week. Yeah. We get everybody. Did you talk about yours? Nah, I ain't talk about mine. But I was trying to make sure everybody talked about theirs before we got to mine. I like that mind state, bro. I like that mind. So. Yeah. What you do? Nah, I ain't. I ain't had that. I was skydiving. It was a. I ain't really did nothing this week. You just been chilling, huh? Basically chilling, getting to the bag. Actually, that's a lie. I ain't been going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Only work two days this week, so. Hey, I ain't, work is work. Yeah. As long as you did something productive in the last seven days. Then yeah, but it ain't good. making me no money, so it's oh. really work. <laughs> I like that. That's true. I like that. Oh, yeah, and I went to go vote. Yeah. Too. I forgot to, oh, yeah. forgot to add that up in there. Kanye, 2020. <laughs> I mean, he has 600. 6,000. 6,000 votes. How many? Here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought about it. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I looked at his name. I looked at his name, and I was just like, "You gotta be nah, kidding me, bro!" I ain't gonna do it. If he was on every single state's ballot, I would. I would have had a had a more thorough. You looked at it, Kanye. A more more thorough process, but nah. Cast my vote. I had to go all the way out north to vote. I was I was kind of hurt. I drove twenty minutes to get to the voting place, and then I waited thirty minutes just to vote. I was like, man. 
see what's saying. Crazy. Contemplating it. Man, then, then as soon as I got out the building, I got the notification. Yep, Oklahoma's four red. And I was like, bro, I just, my boat just got <laughs> in, bro. Like, yeah, time to count it. Really, though, like, man, you tell me my skin went through that fast. That's crazy. Man, he no said way. whole red. Like, man, Scantrons is different, man. <laughs> bro. So, so that's what, that's, that's, that's going to be the first topic we get into. The election. Oh, God. Let's do it. Now, did you go vote? Yeah, I did. Okay. Q went and went to go vote. Will went to go vote. I went to go vote. Wayne and Tanner, they not old enough to go vote. I used my voice, though. Okay, okay. We did what we can, bro. We did what we can. So he said, I ain't vote, but I went to go tell people to vote. That's what I did. Spread the word. Spread the word. Y'all better go vote for that boy Kanye. That's what y'all better go do. (laughs) (laughs) But so this is history in the making right now. You know what I mean? There's never been a time where we had to. What what has it been like two day a day or two? Man, two days. Like, two day, it's been yeah, two, days two days since we yeah. ain't had a president. Well, and a president elected. Yeah, yeah, and still counting votes. It's crazy, bro. Like, so like, all day today, I was like, you know how when you get in trouble and waiting for it, or no, 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 not even that, but it's like it's two kids fighting for something because they both wanted it, mm-hmm. okay. but there's a third kid on the side who wanted it, but he wasn't gonna fight for it. So the two kids that are fighting for it, they don't get it at all. You just hand it over to the to the, other to kid. the third kid and say, "Here, you have it," because they don't know how to act. <laughs> so what I'm saying Imagine. is that's yeah, Biden and Trump fighting for it, and Kanye. Imagine, Kanye. Imagine if Kanye really just did get elected, bro. I just be like, that's why, just, hey, that's why the vote's taking so long because everybody else voted for Kanye. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like, nah, bro. We gotta send these votes back out. Crazy. Got to send them back out. I mean, I'd, so, I'd be like, if imagine if like, yeah, you did get elected. I'd be iffy on it. Like, he gonna change the national anthem? He's gonna have to wear a whole Yeezy outfit every day of the week. <laughs> he just sent everybody some Yeezy. Send everybody a pair. Some three fifty. Whole country. You got tops, bottoms, and shoes. That'll be cool, bro. Like, it would be, but be cool. I, I can live in that. Mm-hmm. You said all week. Cool, but yeah, like, you gotta wear it all week, uh, yeah, like nah, you in jail or something. I need to switch like it up. Jump shoe. Yeah, yeah. but Q, how did how did you how do you feel about the election? I'm not really into politics, but uh, nah, I feel like either. <laughs> <laughs> we faking the fuck whole time. We just, <laughs> nah, I'm not not saying that we faking it, but I it's mean, like we just you know. Talking about it from our point of view. Oh, definitely. I'm not saying that. I wasn't saying that to not in, initiate a conversation about it. I'm just saying okay. that my opinion on it is that I'm not really into politics. Um, but um, I think it's important, even if you're not into politics, to stay informed about what's going on in the country because obviously certain things do affect you and do affect your rights and your privileges and your, you know, um, your amendment rights and all that type of stuff. So I feel like my thoughts on this election is that I really, I'm not really feeling either party. To be honest, I mean, I don't, I'm not like leaning. I'm definitely not leaning to Donald Trump, but I'm really not necessarily have a lot of solid reasons to go with Joe Biden either. So I kind of feel like I'm a part of my own independent party where I just I'm voting for I vote. I did vote for Biden. And I, I don't mind saying that. And I did that because that was the only option on the ballot that I felt like, you know, right. made more sense. comfortable with. Yeah, I was more comfortable I'm with, with you. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, you got it. 
I just think I'm just ready for it to be over. I know we got until November the 12th until we get our final results, possibly. Um, oh, it's kind of wild, but um, I think it's important to vote. I'm not saying it's not important to vote because obviously our ancestors, you know, they died and they fought for their right for us to vote as black people, especially. So I went, I, I voted for my ancestors. I voted for all the things that I represent as a black man. And I voted for um, my freedom to vote, my right to vote. But I don't agree with everything that vote for the party stand for. Mm. Yeah, I feel you on that one. I I completely understand that. Because when I went to go vote, I was really just like, bro, <laughs> like man, I don't even like, I don't even like the people on here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing it to, just, you know. Just so I did it. Just so, just not just say I can, I did no, it, but, but like, know, just, you know, just so I can help. Help out where I needed to, but it, it was like, bro, Put that drop in the ocean. I can't do it. I, you know, I had no reason to choose one or the other. I had, I ain't choose Trump. I choose Biden. Uh, I ain't have, you know, I I couldn't really. Somebody asked me why am I choosing Biden over Trump? I, uh, hey, it's the better. It's better than I don't know what I don't know what Biden gonna do. You know, yeah, he ain't been in office before, so. Why not try something new? There's obviously this old ain't this old one's getting us to a lot of trouble and, and, and yeah. me myself, I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, so, man, so make a change, bro. All right, Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, you you caught that reference too? <laughs> as soon as I heard, I was like, Yep. That song started playing in my head. But you know, we just been You didn't know you eighteen? Did you vote? Oh, my bad. I apologize. I feel like if I was able to vote, I would have looked at the ballot like, all right, so I don't like neither, right? But which one do I dislike the most? Then I'm going to choose the other one, right? I feel like Trump stands for certain things that I just don't like, and I would have chose somebody over him just off that. I mean, like, besides the things like he does for, like, the country, like, I just don't like. And then, like, the things he say, the things he do, it's just like, bro, how would y'all, like, want somebody like this in office? I mean... It's not that I like I totally like don't like understand why people are Republican because it's not just Trump. I feel like they they like they Republican Republican because of how they live. I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. It's just like they were raised like that. You know, some people live more well off than other people, and so I, that's that's what I think. I think that's why so much like Republican like support, but. Trump is a comedian. I'm with you. I just I just look at the stuff he do and the stuff that he like posts. He be posting on Snapchat and everything, and I just be like, you you, you follow? Oops. <laughs> I just stay up with the times. He got a point. I ain't gonna lie, that's a valid reason. Exactly. Crazy. Then like I don't I don't know on Twitter as much, but like he has a Twitter and he do be posting like. A Y'all follow him on Twitter too? I don't follow him on Twitter. I, I just Twitter. see him trending sometimes. That's really it. I'd just be like, bro, what? Man, I heard that uh, if Joe Biden win, Donald Trump said he's going to uh, leave the United States. Go <laughs> and not see him again. <laughs> that dude going to be gone, man. I saw it was like a whole bunch of people going to go crazy if Biden win. Yeah, that's that's kind of... That had me thinking it was going to go crazy on November 3rd. Like, I wasn't oh, even supposed man. to be out on the streets. Man. Like, it was about to be a purge or something. Like, I'm <laughs> over here me, got people like driving that. home at 8 o'clock thinking... People got to start. You got to be careful and stuff. Yeah. You got the back roads. Man, <laughs> y'all see uh, all that. That would have been the worst option. 
depending. <laughs> we when I, when we not on air, we are gonna talk about y'all following uh, Trump. You know what I'm saying? What's, it's, wrong, what's wrong with that? It's not we not supporting him. We just looking at what he say. Oh, get him out of here! Okay. <laughs> you making it seem like I just follow him on every platform. I just say I see him post. You on said Snapchat you got him on Snapchat, and then you said he pops Twitter. up in the recommend. Yeah, he pops up. He pop up. I don't be seeing nothing. I be seeing what he be posting on Twitter. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, be, I just see other people post what he doing. Like, he be dissing people on Twitter. Like, he be posting people singing Trump songs and stuff <laughs> half the time. I just be like, yeah, you are different. Hey, do you see when Lil Pump, Lil Pump was on uh, Donald Trump? Yeah, he, he was said, like, give it up for Lil Pimp. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, dog. He's different. People do anything nowadays to stay relevant. Man, I was like, bro, that's come what, on, that's man. That's what I think. Yeah, I can't. I can't. What you call it with him? I can't do it. With <laughs> I can't. I'm not he, with, not with the president. I mean, I it, ain't, it ain't like it's just wrong for me to not see what the president doing. But I mean, I follow Barack. I do too. You and love, Michelle. You love Barack and Michelle. And his daughters too. That part. Uh oh. Like, Hello. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> Hello. I wonder how like, say like in today's age, how like Barack would like. How he would handle certain things. Yeah. If I feel like if he had Twitter, like and nowadays, I feel like it would be funny. Barack Obama. Yeah. Oh, he do got a Twitter. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like if he was in like office. Why he had a Twitter? Yeah. Like he now. Did. Like nowadays. I'm pretty sure he had a Twitter. He had a Twitter. Bro. He had to give like, up his nowadays. Life. He had to give up his like Twitter handle. Like it was like at POTUS, and he had to give it up because you know then Trump had to take over the handle. of President of the United States. That's what POTUS stands for. In case you, in case you ain't know, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that part. He was looking a little. He was looking like, what is POTUS? Nah, but yeah, yeah. But I don't think Barack would have even been as active as Trump because Trump, Trump be living on social media. <laughs> he do, yeah. bro. Like, but hey, that's him. He just be doing anything. I don't even think he have a brain. It's a little one, <laughs> if anything, bro. <laughs> Oh, you like think you have a brain? Like what, bro? Like a bird brain. Yeah, what? Yeah. Just chasing that, bread. Ain't that off of uh? Yellow brick road. Only had a brain. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I said yellow brick road, bro. Hey, that's that's Wizard of Oz. You know, I know what you're talking about, bro. I ain't seen that in a minute. I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> so one one topic on the table that I've been kind of just you know uh. I guess one good thing to talk about is do artists deserve forgiveness if they do something like similar to what Chris Brown or Tory Lanez did? Are they are your it's your career your career may be damaged, but are we are we allowed as a as a collective you know music listeners are you would you give your favorite artists forgiveness even though they did something horrible or or did something that you didn't stand for or how, how where where's everybody's mind on that is do we feel like Tory Lanez deserves forgiveness, or do we feel like he, you know, deserves, you know, something else? He deserves to go to jail. Like just in general, would you forgive a, a celebrity or artist for a mistake they made in public? Mm, I go first. Uh, I think that you uh, should forgive, but you can't forget. You yeah. know, so it's a it's a it's, it's good to forgive. You know, gotta, you gotta forgive in order to move on, but you will never forget. Boy, where you coming from, man? What you? <laughs> he said he said he been in school this week. Yeah. He got the knowledge on him. <laughs> and I, I would agree with that as well. I think you know, um, you know, just like for instance, Chris Brown. I mean, I 
you know, I grew up, you know, with Chris Brown and as far as just like his music and just when he first came out and everything. So when that situation happened with him and Rihanna, you know, to see both of their careers just go the opposite direction in that time period was really interesting to see in such a public way. But then Chris Brown came right back on top. But then people are still in the comments or people are still kind of having side conversation about something he did like 10, 12 years ago. Right. So it's like, you know, that just kind of got me thinking, um, you know, do we, how do we measure forgiveness? I mean, is there something that a family member, a friend, or your favorite artist will do that, you know, you just feel like you wouldn't forgive them? Or do, do we deserve forgiveness? Does everybody deserve forgiveness? Or do some people don't deserve forgiveness for certain things that they've done? What is, you know, what is everybody's thoughts on that? I think, <clears throat> my fault, y'all, but I think it, forgiveness, people, people deserve a second chance, but only to a certain extent. Okay. I feel like, yeah, people forget. People forgave Chris Brown after a little while. I think like the same will happen with Tori. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, but I feel like certain things you just can't forgive, bro. Like, there's crimes that you just like, nah, bro. You you cancel for that. Like, you you, you can't come back. Like, you can't come back for that. Like R. Kelly. Yeah. R. Kelly's a perfect example. Like, yeah. When you see a celebrity who is on top and then they come all the okay. way down. Okay. You know? Okay. So question. If you're not going, so, so does that mean when R. Kelly's on, come on, you gonna turn it off? I don't. Hey. I mean, for me, I was never a huge R. Kelly fan, but I do respect him as an artist. I'm not saying like saying like you have at least like, would you say you at least have at least like one song that you like by him? I believe I can fly. Okay, so if that song came on, are you going to be like, yeah, I can't listen to you, turn you off? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, but somebody else is. Yeah, that's everybody, everybody in here just said no. They wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I've seen that. I also think when we talk about forgiveness too, I think mm-hmm. we think that that person is not going to be held accountable for their actions because you can still forgive somebody and that person can still be held accountable for their actions. They can right. still be punished. They can right. still get their consequences for the actions. And whether that's spiritual consequences like karma or there's physical consequences like the law, you know, like you're gonna get you're gonna get right. what you put out. What you put out to the universe, you're always gonna get back. Yep, regardless yep. if you get prosecuted or not. So that's yep. why I think that, you know, as far as George Floyd and all these people that got shot by the police this year, I don't think that they really got away with anything, to be honest, because their lives are not going to be the same anymore. Right. But anyway, back to that, you know, that's what I think. I think that everybody deserves forgiveness, but I think that, of course, that doesn't mean that I don't think they should be held accountable for their actions. You know, they should be held accountable for their actions, and they will. But, you know, we still deserve, everybody still deserves a second chance and forgiveness. Right. You know? Right. But I... Like I was saying, like even if you don't forgive him for what he did, you still not gonna skip his music. Yeah, that's just well, people are that petty. Some people are re- yeah. like really that petty. I mean, that's, you can't stop people's pettiness. And I right, mean, right. But I'm, I'm, I mean, you know. I'm just saying, like people talk so. I ain't trying to say I support what he did, but people talk so bad about him on his music. Come on. Right. They'd be like, oh, this that R. Kelly. And they start singing it and stuff. And now, wait, wasn't you just talking about, like, oh, he a bad dude. You know, I can't support him. I don't mess with him. All this and that and the third. But you still listening to his music. That's how my mom is. Like, she, she didn't support what R. Kelly did at all. But she was like, this, see, this is R. Kelly. This is, R, this is his music. I don't. She said something. She was like, him and his music are two different things to me. So that's why I continue to listen to his music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I was about to say yeah. something like that. Like, I feel like just because you support what they put out, like, the artist only support them. Like, you know, in a way, like, I just feel like, 
Oh, I just feel like, I don't know, you can support what you put out, but you don't have to support that person. Okay. And another example is Bill Cosby. Everybody grew. Everybody knows the Bill Cosby Show, hey, <laughs> and I'm not gonna stop watching the Bill Cosby Show. You know, right. I mean, Bill Cosby is like a legend, regardless of the fact that he's in jail for some serious accusations. So, um, I still enjoy watching the Cosby Show. I haven't seen it in a long time, but when it comes on TV, I'm not gonna like change the channel. Oh, it don't come on TV no more. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, yeah, but if it did come on TV, I'm not right. gonna change the channel right. because I, I grew up it. on that. So, you know, I still like the Cosby Show, and I love the fan, the Hustle family. So. Man, that's I can tell I you grew up on it, man. That had that had you gone on. That's that's that <laughs> Bill dead. Cosby, Will Smith type hat. That's what that is. <laughs> Go back old school. Boy. Yeah, I need me one of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. forgiving an artist for something they did, like Tory Lanez. Me personally, I can forgive him. I mean, every time I listen to his music, I'd be sitting there like, "Dang, bro, I can't believe this dude really done did that." But I'm gonna still listen to it. And so, like it's always gonna be in the back of your head, right? Same thing with Chris Brown. I don't say nothing about it because it's been so long. Yes, oh, like, you know, so long. Ago. You know, <laughs> and he was I, young. He was eighteen. He was, when it that's happened. what I'm. Yeah, eighteen year olds. They do. They do some pretty crazy stuff. You know what well, I mean? If somebody pushed you to the limit, I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy thing about it is that we're so not many, saying we would have did it. We just saying. I'm saying in the, I'm the moment, saying, everybody we understand. I was gonna say the crazy thing about it is. They're all, the only reason that we know about what's happening with them because they're celebrities, but we live in a, on a planet full, filled, up, filled with millions of people, so people are dealing with the same things behind closed doors and don't Every talk about day. it, and then they forgive them and go right back to being in a relationship with that person that shot them, that slapped them, that shot. beat them up, that, I mean, stabbed. that's happening, that stabbed them, so, like, that's already happening mm-hmm. to yeah. people that aren't celebrities, so this yeah. is the fact that they're celebrities, we're holding them to a certain standard, so that brings me to my next topic, do you think that we hold celebrities to an unrealistic standard of yes. perfection and being superhuman and they can't make any mistakes because they're famous and everybody is, you know, looking up to them. Yes. yes. I do. I, I mean, like, go ahead. that, I feel like that is, I agree with it. I say, yeah, people do. Um, but as an artist like myself, I just got to think of them as, like, regular people. Right. You know what I mean? I can't, like, if I was to meet, if I was to meet, like, you know, like Chris Brown or something, I can't approach him like, oh, my gosh, bro, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? I got to approach him as a person like I would anybody else. Like, hey, how you doing? You know, all this and that. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not going to make me seem like, you know, I don't don't mess with him. I'll I'll be like, yo, bro, I mess with all your music, all that. But I ain't going to. I'll be like, oh my God, Chris yeah, Brown, yeah. bro. Hey, I've been dancing to your music since you first came out, dog. Like, I was doing bro. the whole dances and everything, you know. Just that's my opinion. I mean, so, that's because you, you know, you're like you said, you're an artist and you right. understand that. And even though it's nothing wrong with people doing that, at the same time, when you understand that that's just that they're regular people, you know, that they're just people who happen to be famous and talented. You know, then you can talk to them on a personal level, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know if I met, you know, the person I want to meet, which is Frank Ocean, I'm just going to be chill and like, what's up? I'm not going to be like screaming and all that type of stuff or like just acting like I can't control myself because I literally do see him as a regular person, as a human being who I'm just a fan of. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I'm right. not, you know, I, I agree with that. But at the same time, um, I feel like I know that he's not perfect. 
I know that Chris Brown's not perfect. I know Beyonce's not perfect. I know all these people that we put on a pedestal isn't perfect, but at the same time, we do hold them to an unrealistic standard in a society, but that's the price of fame. If you're famous, I mean, you're going to be on the shade room nonstop. You're going to be, you know, on blogs nonstop about all your mistakes and all your, 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 your highs and your lows are going to be broadcasted. Man. So, you know. Yeah, bro. Every, eventually, somebody gonna me- you're gonna mess up here and there. Eventually, you are gonna mess like, up. And it's not. I mean, it's not say, not saying that you're gonna do some some like kill somebody type mess up. But yeah, not like, that bad. You, even you though people have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people have. Or celebrities have, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you might accidentally. Oh, oh never mind. I ain't gonna put that out there. What? I was just gonna say. Walk out of a building with somebody else's girl or something, and then something happened, and then you know what I'm saying? Oh, somebody happens. gets it. Can it, 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 can it, it, it can happen. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Who fault is that? It's not my fault, but you hear me? You should have kept her close to you, bro. <laughs> let him know. <laughs> let, let, let him talk that talk, <laughs> Let him know. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something something eventually happens to somebody. There's a different artist on the news every day, you know. Mm-hmm. So not everybody's perfect. So you may not make it on the news, but you're not perfect either. Not trying. I'm okay. We're not perfect, but we are perfect in our own ways. Okay. So in your eyes, you see. I mean, you see your. I'm not trying to say like you see yourself as. Oh, I'm completely perfect, and everybody else around me is messed up. No, that's not what I'm saying. When you look at yourself, you like okay. In this circumstance or this situation I am perfect but I know where I need to fix myself in order for you know to say that you you know perfect perfect but yeah I feel you bro I I mean I think you know we put a lot of pressure on the word perfection because everybody at the end of the day people don't want to really admit it but everybody wants to be perfect but what we're really looking for is just you looking, you chasing yourself. You trying to get in alignment with yourself. You trying to be the best version of you you can be. And the only way to do that is to trust your journey and stop focusing on other people and just accept who you are and move forward and just embrace your mistakes along the way. Don't purposely make the same mistake twice if you know it didn't work. You know what I mean? Like the universe is only going to throw mistakes in, in your path more and more until you learn your lesson. So just learn from your mistakes and keep going and learn the new mistakes. That's how you are on the path of excellence and perfection. I would say excellence. You know, when you're learning from your mistakes and moving forward, because you're going to continue to make mistakes, but it's when you're making the same mistakes that you're holding yourself back. You know, if you're not managing your money properly, if you're still cheating on your girl, if you're still, you know, doing this in school, if you're still messing up in this friendship, you're making the same mistakes over and over and you're not moving forward. So that's how you realize that you're blocking your own perfection or your own excellence because you're just stuck. I agree with that one. Boy, came back on the show. Well, we're going to take a little break, you know. <laughs> This is Juice Radio Show. Right now, I got a little tech of out of love. And we'll be right back with you guys. It's my love. It's your love. It's our love. And I be thinking the world is out of love So love struck, it's up 
And she don't really care because Everybody want the same thing No chain, no car, and the same ring I just wanna make money with the same gang No glass, no frame, but the same lane Whole team cold, different, but the same pain Really, 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 I just wanna play in Jane Different for the same thing I'm committed to myself, so I can't change She wanna pop it, lock it, drop it I'm so up, baby, stop it She knew when it was right around, cause I'm popping She wanna come, my bitch, I want no love Toxic, baby, can't trust Beyonce, you want me to hit it no boxing, that's the grip. Talk, hop in the belly, the Rari, the Moose. You got a problem with me, you can come to it. Pass a little thought of you if I had to relay it. Now when they say my name, they be like, he made it. Oh, that's tech, that boy, but now I'm really from Queens, but they say I'm from LA. Grid up in 231 with my fella. But that when I moved out the hood, we all fell out. Obvious that we don't give. They used to stick me up, and now they showing up, and now they showing love. I'm getting love from up above. No, no, don't hit me up. No, no, don't hit me up. No, no. Everybody want the same thing. No chain, no car, and the same ring. I just want to make money with the same gang. No glass, no frame, but the same lane. Whole team cold, different, but the same pain. Really, 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 I just want to play in Jane. Different for the same thing. I'm committed to myself, so I can't change. She want to pop it, lock it, drop it. I'm so up. Baby, I love to call your name, name, name. 
yeah, my college girl. Take the weekend off and come home soon. I graduated way too long ago to be sneaking all in your dorm room. But that ain't tight like Fortnite. So I call you when the tour stops. But baby, were your roommates? Did you make sure the door's locked? She love it when we get together. Smoke a little for the together. Now that I'm on, I can pick and choose. Only well, you got to lose. Yeah, I heard the stories about different dudes. A man on campus, but it's fine by me. She say she only like four, five, two. So you know you got to multiply by three. Nobody's perfect, uh. Nobody's perfect, eh, eh, uh. Hey, but you're perfect for me. Nobody's perfect, uh. Nobody's perfect, eh. Hey, but you're perfect for me. We rolling, we riding. He likes to go inside and I love to go. I'm mad and we rock the boat, go side I love to call your name, name, name. Baby, I love to call your name, name, So now he's your heaven You're lying to yourself and him to make me jealous You put on such a knife when you're sleeping together All because I said I don't want marriage I don't want marriage I'd rather go half on a baby Cause at least I know that it's not Que poste 
que yo vea Cómo te va de bien pero te haces mal Porque el amor no se compra con nada All right, all right, all right. So we back, we back, we back. You know, we had a quick, quick little change up. Um, you know, I got real, real vibe, full in here. You know what I'm saying? Bro, Eden did about three black flips, three back flips to try and get this the weekend song played. <laughs> she was bouncing off the walls for me to play. Uh, this she, was, she had a salsa, she had a tango, <laughs> she she did it all back here. She said, "Aya caramba." <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she started speaking fluent Spanish just because of the song. Huh? Like, you didn't even roll the R. I, I don't speak Spanish, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 don't like, I don't know where the I don't know where the R's are in that word. So. Anyway, the song is good. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It was smooth. It was a it was a pretty good song. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say it was terrible. <laughs> it was pretty good. So. For a person that, that don't listen to the weekend a lot, it's cool. It's cool. Nah, I messed with the week. I messed with After Hours. That was one of my favorite albums of the year. So, what have you guys been doing? Are you guys still on quarantine? Are you guys like, where's your mindset with the quarantine? Like, because I know at the beginning of this year on the show, we were all like devastated because of COVID nineteen. We we're all talking about now we're on lockdown. What we gonna do? Schools change, so many things have switched up in our lives. So, like, now that we're towards the end of the year, what does quarantine look like now for y'all? Is it different? Is it the same as the beginning of the quarantine? Let's talk about it. All right, uh, I'll start. For me, I'm not saying I'm on, I'm not on quarantine, but, like, <laughs> um, I, I still go to places, but just with precautions. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have my mask, and I'm going to wash my hands while I'm out. I know, like... I'm basically living life just with some extra precautions, as they say. Okay. I'm, I'm trying not to let it affect me as much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Me, personally, I think I speak for most of the guys here. When I say we were devastated, I think it was more just because, like, every sport got canceled. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. in the same week. And we was just like, oh, my God. Like, that canceled, that canceled the league. This is real. Now, that's when it was kind of just like, okay. Let's start taking this. It's a serious seriously, you know, for the couple that little month or two it was more more serious. And now that the league is NBA done went through, NFL's going and you know, we still got our masks on, we still living, but I think we've starting to really just adjust to how, how life is. Now, like I mean, mm-hmm. I don't go I don't leave the house without a mask, you know. If I'm out if I'm out and about, I'm gonna wear my mask and I'm gonna just keep it keep it pushing like I normally normally would. Yeah, it's at a point where I grab my mask before I grab my wallet. I miss with about to start having a couple different masks for different outfits. That's what it's about to be like. For me, um, I feel like pretty much what kind of what Tanner was saying, like I'm still living my life, but I'm just taking extra precaution. You know what I mean? Like I'm still 
you know, one and a couple, for instance, Halloween is like one of my favorite holidays, to be honest. And, um, you know, this year it wasn't the same, you know, it didn't feel like the same Halloween that I'm used to. So for the most part, um, I just stayed at home and watched scary movies. So I would say like a lot of different things that I'm used to doing for holidays and stuff like that has changed up. But for the most part, um, I just take precaution when I go over like a house party. Like I've been to a couple of house parties for somebody's birthday and, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, not taking a lot of precautions at those parties, like we, like we should. But there is hand sanitizer and there is, you know, things on deck there for you to, you know, get healthy and clean. But for the most part, I would say, like Tanner was saying, you know, just taking extra precautions where you go places, you know, because sometimes you forget your mask. I know I forget my mask a lot. I don't yeah, grab man. my, I grab my wallet before I grab my mask. I grab my my headphones before I grab my mask. So yeah. just remembering to bring my mask is like, is a trick. So I may have to hang my mask on my my rear view mirror just to remember to have it you know like so like and like um and like willie was saying um i think for me masks could become more of a fashion statement like if this could become part of my wardrobe now i don't want to walk around with doctor's masks everywhere so i want to start wearing like masks that are silk masks with that are stylish they got print they got they can match my shoes they can match. you know so that's kind of how i'm starting to think about masks nowadays so that's me looking like a monkey's characters (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, I mean, it's kind of the same as everybody else is saying to me. It's just like adjusting to it and everything. Um, but yeah, I just feel like, I know it's kind of the same thing that everyone else says. It's like, we're kind of getting used to it. And I feel like it's just kind of become a normal thing that it's going to be weird when we do like, you know, not have to wear masks. So I don't know. I'm I'm like chilling with. That. I don't think it's like a big deal as it was anymore at the beginning of the year. So. I can understand that. Yeah. And when Q was like, "Yeah, we didn't take a lot of precautions at the parties," I don't blame you, honestly. Because sometimes I don't yeah. feel like wearing a mask. Like when I go to the gym, and like I'm working out, I'm just like, bro, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I move my mask down. I just be like, yeah, I'm gonna just do like this. Yeah, that's the one time you won't, won't catch me with a mask on. Yeah. I tend to. uh I have I keep my mask in my car, yeah, yeah. but I I tend to keep getting out my car and just walk up to the building and be like, <laughs> oh damn, I forgot my mask. <laughs> I see everybody else with their mask on. I'm like, damn, people I forgot. Do that. And so people do that at work all the time, and I just sit and laugh. They I walk, mean, walk it's, all the way in the building, look at me, and be like, ah, turn back around, go back to the right. Park, the I mask. mean, it's something I, we, it's something we still gotta get used to, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It ain't like it's been in effect for a year and nothing. I and we don't even know how long it's going to be in effect. So, like, most of the time, I don't even leave the house because I don't even feel like wearing a mask. I just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> so, it get like that, bro? Bro, I, I can't breathe in that thing. So, I'm like, bro, I, I might as well stay home if I want to be able to breathe. So, <laughs> I would say no the one thing I do miss, though, I love going to the movies. I love going on dates. And I love miss going to the movies on dates. And, like, the movies back opened up. up. Have they? Yeah. You got to sit six feet apart. Is it open back up? Yeah, it really so is. What, 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 which one? AMC? South yeah, Road? Like, uh, Cinemark on 71st. AMC. Cinemark AMC. But I don't think they're releasing, like, new movies. <laughs> nah, they playing all. They, well, it's not, like, movies, movies that come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this year, but it's, like, they're not yeah, that old a of a movie. It's delayed. a little bit. It's a mixture of both. So, they got, like, the old, old school movies yeah. and the... Movies that just recently came out not too long ago. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely miss because, like, when Black Panther came out, when Avengers came out, and stuff like that, you know, that was a whole experience, like going to the movies and seeing that with the whole big audience and 
you know, just being excited to go to the movies with your large popcorn and your Sprite. You know, I just miss that. That's my thing. Um, so that's what I definitely miss, you know, before quarantine. And so hopefully, you know, I know things aren't going to go back to normal, but hopefully that, that's one thing that will. Yeah. I feel you. I miss, I miss yeah. the movies. I ain't going to lie to you, dog. Me too. Damn. Me too. I ain't going to hold y'all. I do too. <laughs> I do too. The movies is cool. That was that was a fun thing to do. I, I can't even pinpoint the last time I went to the movies, honestly. The last time I went, I went to go see Endgame. Endgame? Well, yeah, that, exactly. that was fire. It was, well, okay. Yeah, I, that, that, it wasn't the last movie I went to go see, but it's the last movie I can remember that I saw. I think the last like time I went to the movie theaters was, I think we went to go see Us. I think that's the last time I went to the movies. Yeah, I seen that movie. I forgot what the last movie I thought. I want to say it was probably Avengers Endgame. Yeah, Endgame was cool, especially, who that movie? Watching that. Everybody. Bro. <laughs> And then having to go to school the next day? Pain. Oh, boy. Pain. Uh, Pain. Hey, but that's, that's how it be, though. So. so what about you? What do you think? How has quarantine changed your life? Um, I feel like it get better every day, you know. Um, you can, you can like, I f- it's sad, like, you can't go, like, to, like, concerts and stuff like that. But it's going to get better, you know. Just got to be patient. I think that's the main thing about this quarantine is being patient. Just let it do what it do. It's gonna be normal. It's gonna come back to normal real soon. So. Okay, fine. Don't they have like a vaccine? Like it's it's approved by the FDA. Uh, well, the crazy thing about that is that Donald Trump was the one who took the vaccine, and now he's miraculously healed and ready to, to run for president <laughs> again. So, um, yeah, yeah. apparently, they do have vaccines already <laughs> that's already been worked on and supposed to be coming out yeah, beginning yeah. of next year, like January, February time. I remember Will, uh, he pulled it up last week talking about how they're going to start selling in stores. Walgreens, Walmart, CVS. They come every day. Every single day asking me about the vaccine like I just like I just got it in my pocket. <laughs> you know what? Right. Here you go. Over the counter. Like, no. So then another topic is, has quarantine affected your grind? Has it affected your motivation creatively? Do you feel like you're just confined to work at home all the time? Or do you have are you trying to expand? Are you trying to grow outside of that? Like, what are you doing to try to elevate and grow yourself in the things that you're trying to accomplish in your life? Has quarantine affected that? Yes. For me, it has. Like, I feel like I don't have the motivation to really do, like, at, like at the start, I didn't have motivation to do my schoolwork because it was at, like, the end of the of my freshman year to now, I've just been doing work at home, and it's so boring. Like, I feel like the classroom experience, bro, it's no other, bro. Like, being, like, in class next to your peoples, cracking jokes, seeing the teacher man here and there, like, like, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm with you. You can't miss that, bro. Like, that's, that's, that's memories. And, like, for you just to be on a Zoom call, looking at a teacher, being quiet the whole time, and I haven't seen everybody, it, it affects you. It affected me. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm getting, at this point, I'm getting used to it, but the good thing is, like, I'm going back January 4th. It's not going to be, like, regular school but you know it's something at least i can still be like be in the school still see them to a certain extent but yeah i feel you i feel you. um me personally i feel like it didn't really uh well yeah i feel like it did stunt my grind because in the shoe industry because of this whole covid thing it messed up it messed up the whole stock market of them. So, like, 
some shoes aren't doing as well as they should be because of COVID, while other shoes are doing are going like they going over and beyond, <laughs> and they wasn't supposed to like that. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like the Mocha ones, them things is they they was they was at one. It was, well, you could buy them for like one eighty. But now you gotta pay like one one forty, not one forty. You gotta pay like four hundred to seven hundred dollars just to get just your to get, get your hands on them. That's crazy. You know, That's when like crazy. last week we had some, I think it was some twelves that came out. The dark concord twelves, the black concords, yeah. bro. Dark Ain't nobody concord. really want them. <laughs> crazy. They going for it. You bought them for two hundred. They going for like two thirteen. On stock X or something. What? Bro. I didn't really mess with them. I mean, people, it was either hit or miss with them. Cause, I mean, some people thought the 12s were amazing. The other people were just like, okay. It's <laughs> how it is when it comes to, like, a lot of Jordans. Honestly. It is, but, hit or miss. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody was hyped about it, though. Yeah. You know. Nah, they just. You, they, you seen it on Foot Locker, all that type stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know a couple people that and got so, them, you know, that just got the 12s. Yeah. I got them, but I'm selling them on. But y'all can go, you know, whoever didn't go. Oh, I feel like quarantine, if this, like, this is how my mind say it. If I really want to do something, I'm going to go out there and go get it, you know. So I don't, if I, if I like really want to do something, I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm going to go get it. All you got to do is wear a mask. Go get it. So I think, yeah. I think for me, it boosts my creativity. I mean, it definitely, it started a little bit of my growth. It kind of made me a little bit lazy, but. I would say for the most part, I I know I want to be like, you know, I want to accomplish a lot in my life and I don't want quarantine to affect that. And so I see myself as a, as a person, you know, of many talents that I'm trying to fulfill. And so um, I think if anything, it just makes me want to like just figure out how to elevate in the situation I'm at. So just kind of like it changed my perspective because now I have to look at things from a different perspective because I am spending more time at home than I normally am. So now I can dedicate that to my music. I can dedicate that to my creativity and my craft and, you know, just try to elevate that and and get better. Um, So for me, I feel like, you know, just, I think, you know, it's just kind of helped me to have a different perspective of life and what's most important. Your family is very important your your siblings your your close friends like just appreciating those little things that we didn't we took for granted because we were always out because we could be out right everybody went um i think it's definitely affected me like i didn't i don't think i realized how much um it could actually affect me until school kind of started like i noticed Cause usually I do pretty decent in school, like I do pretty good, but um, my grades started slipping like really bad, and it kind of it can affect kind of like your mental health a little bit, like because it's just everything being different and then having to wear masks and stuff like that. So I feel like sometimes it can affect you like more than you think, more than you realize. But um, at the same time, like I've learned more about myself, like before school started when we were in the house and everything. Like um, spending time with myself, so like it hasn't really stopped my grind. But I mean, at the same time, it's kind of affected me mentally a little bit at first. But then at the same time, it's also helped me to learn more about myself. So, yeah. And I just think it's interesting too, like how Tanner was saying how his school 
has com- I mean, it's completely changed. I mean, I, him going to high school is not the same. And I think that is so fascinating that, you know, the high school experience for a lot of people that have either graduated or, you know, are still in school right now is not even the same because I'm in college right now and I'm struggling myself. But, you know, I think that's the real interesting part is like that we're living in history right now because we're going to look back and be like, man, like going to school does not look in the same like it used to look. You know, your all your classes are like on your laptop, like your classroom and your classmates are like next to you on a in a box screen. You know, like it's not the same as sitting next to them or having that physical contact and that connection. So I think there's a lot of, you know, change that's happening that's really been affecting everybody's mental health. So, you know, I think it's affecting everybody on a, on a certain level. You can't say quarantine or COVID-19 hasn't affected you on some level because it has, you know. Yep, 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 yep. Like twenty years, we're gonna be looking back at twenty twenty. They be you know like the memes. They be like, only two thousand babies gonna remember this. It's gonna be a <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Anyways, we about to take a little quick break, real quick, and we'll be right back with y'all. And so right now, I got Ty Dollar Sign Universe featuring Kaylani. And so yeah, we'll be right back with you guys. Universe was for me to win. I'm happier than I've ever been, ever been, yeah. Feeling this could should be a sin, yeah. The universe was for me to win, yeah. The universe just gave me a leg. Get down in angel, so fine and so thick, yeah. Feeling this could should be a sin, yeah. Universe was for me to win. Yeah. Angel, I woke up smiling this morning, feeling so grateful. I'm tripping in 40 points, mama, I made it. I had a dream about the spinning and I claimed it. Yeah, I embraced it. I'm so blessed, and I probably don't deserve all this. And I know that, yeah, I know that I'm a mess, but you see more than the surface. Yeah, you're more than beautiful, you're perfect. Oh, oh, heaven on the Oh, 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 you're more than what I want, you're what I need Gotta give it up, oh, 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 you're more than what I dream, yeah The universe was for me to win, I'm happier than I've ever been, ever been, yeah Turning this could should be a sin, yeah The universe was for me to win, yeah The universe just gave me a leg Sit down in angel, so fun and so thick, yeah when you came down and fall like that Nothing land in the court cause you all like that Should've known it was tied with no flaws like that Only knowing that I would get off of that I know what I did in a slide for the last To deserve to pass perfection Baby, I won't fight so it lies tonight Yeah. 
Feeling like I just made a touchdown. Ten seconds on the clock, they can't stop us now. We on top of the world, me and my baby. Uh-huh. Running in a rush now. Yeah, we moving fast, I'm about to crush now. Couple seconds on the clock, and they can't stop us now. Just me and my. Universe is for me to win. I'm happy 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 I'm What is up, what is up, what is up? We are back. This is the Juice Radio Show. And, you know, I got my crew with me here today. You know, introduce yourselves real quick. What's up, y'all? It's ICM. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Prince Q. And also, we have a special guest here today, too. And so, if you, uh, his he, his name is Terrell. Uh, Terrell. Terrell Turner. Terrell Turner. And, you know, so tell us a little bit more about yourself, man. Oh, uh, man, well, I, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, recently got into uh, real estate, man. Um, you know, I, uh, just, just to, uh, you know, I, um, you know, I decided to, uh, get into that venture, man. I wanted to, um, be able to further my, you know, further my career, you know, um, and, uh, you know, just, just be able to get financially independent, man. So, um, I don't know about, uh, uh, Three or four years, I started trying to work towards that and trying to, you know, um, take different avenues, to, you know, to get there, um, <clears throat> you know, and just, uh, you know, and just really, um, just really gain that knowledge to, you know, take take my career to the next level. Um, you know, I come from a, you know, I, you know, I come from a little trouble, and you know, back in my back when I was a kid, man, um, you know, so I'm trying to kind of build my way out of that, you know, and keep learning it, you know, learning every day. Um, you know, and, and try to get that, uh, get that kind of negative shadow off my back, you know. And then, like, I was wondering what kind of inspired you? What was that thing that kind of made you feel like you wanted to do this? Um, you know, it's the, the freedom, um, you know, and I've, I've always been, I've always been a, a person that like love sales, love, love being able to interact with people, you know, on that level and being able to help them, you know, achieve whatever goal that, that you know, that, or whatever, whatever purpose they're trying to achieve. Um, and I just, you know, I wasn't able to do that just working, you know, just working for somebody else. Okay. So tell us a little, a little bit more about what it takes to be in your shoes. Uh, I mean, it, you know, definitely got to, uh, you definitely got to hold yourself accountable, um, you know, um, you know, have those, uh, you know, have goals set, you know, and, um, you know, hold yourself accountable, make sure you reach those goals, you know, have, um, you know, non-negotiables in place, you know, things that are, uh, you know, that are non-negotiable for you that you, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to accept, you're going to, you know, that, <clears throat> um, things that, you, you know, you're not going to accept, to, you know, to hold you back from achieving your goals. And um, also, again, can you speak again exactly what you're doing and, like, kind of what how you're giving back to the social community? Uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I want to, you know, 
get into the real estate to be able to kind of rebuild, you know, you know, a lot of the areas that, that need to be rebuilt, like a lot of the homes that need, you know, need some of that love, need some of that, um, that, uh, you know, modern, you know, modern, um, up updates, you know, and also, you know, you know, giving people the, uh, you know, the chance for home ownership, you know, that may not have had that opportunity or, you know, um, you know, may not be affordable in some areas, you know, in, in some areas. Okay. Okay. And do you feel like Tulsa, um, are you, have you seen some of the growth? Because, you know, we just had a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have a lot of other things on the North side of Tulsa that we're still working on growing and developing and, and changing here in the North Tulsa community. And so, you know, what is your opinion on just the growth that you've seen in North Tulsa and the potential that we have? Oh, I, I love it, man. I, you know, I, I love seeing it grow. I love seeing it, uh, you know, come back to life. You know, when I was a kid, man, it was it was so much going on. Uh, you know, I mean, all around, man. You know, uh, grocery stores. Uh, you know, you know, barber shops. You know, um, I mean, just you know, like out, you know, out, you know, out by uh, my aunt's, you know, uh, sister D's daycare. I mean, that that place used to just thrive over there, and uh, you know, I just like to see that growth come back. Um, <clears throat> you know, like to see a bunch of businesses, you know, just kind of start flowing back into the back into the area. Okay. Okay. And then I think you already kind of spoke on it a little bit, but like, do you have any like big goals or like something that you just, you know, really trying to achieve around this? Yeah, I'm, um, you know, my my biggest goal is trying to get my, uh, you know, get get my, um, flip and fix business going. You know, being able to you know buy and flip flip real estate. Um, you know, and like I said, uh, you know, just um, create a, you know, create better, you know better places for, for people to live, you know, um, um, you know, and also just build, you know, building that, uh, just build, building a network of people, you know, to, to actually help, help with that growth as well. Are you a private contractor? Am I a private contractor? Not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm just a, well, I am a private contractor because I'm a real estate agent. So I'm, I'm I work for myself, but once I, uh, once I get my, uh, my business going, I, I will be, you know, private contractor, you know, to where I'll be, or, I, you know, contracting out you know different jobs and whatnot and you know you know buying different properties and i'll probably for the most part it'll be kind of a subbing out most of the work you know that way i can kind of keep working on different properties to grow my you know to grow my business okay okay and what is your foundation you know like for me i'm a very spiritual person and so what is something that you feel like keeps you grounded keeps you you know on the days that you feel like giving up the days you don't feel like working too hard or you having to whenever you come home and you feel like your day was exhausting like what do you where do, you, where do you escape creatively? Where do you escape to help you to keep pushing on the next day? Uh, man, I you know, uh, music helps a lot. Uh, definitely, I always try to uh, I always try to you know keep some motivating music. Uh, you know, and just thinking about uh you know thinking about some of the things that um you know me and my uh, great grandmother talked about you know back you know back when uh you know back when she was alive. Um, you know, those are some of the things that keeps me keeps me motivated. Um, you know. She, she was kind of always the, the person that, you know, you know, pushed me to go further and I always kind of believed in what, you know, what my capabilities were. <clears throat> so how, how long did it take you? Like when going after, like trying to get, become a reseller or uh, not a reseller, uh, a real estate agent, how long, how long did that process take? Um, when I finally, uh, you know, took, took the leap and got into school, um, the school actually only took about a month. Um, you know, it was, uh, I think it was uh you know two days a week for for about a month. 
Um, after that, you know, I went on to the state exam. You know, of course, you know, with the with the COVID, it kind of, they got kind of, a, I got kind of, a, you know, it got kind of pushed back. So I didn't get as quick as quick as I wanted to. Uh, so I mean, in all, it probably took me about four months, you know, to, to actually get it, you know, take the state exam, you know, and pass that, you know, and then actually get with the get with the broker. Okay. Okay. And also, one thing we ask our guests um, all the time is words of wisdom. And um, what is some motivating words of wisdom that you learned from your experience to help you to become the person that you're becoming right now in your past, you know, from your experiences when you were young? You talked you talk about some of those dark places that you used to be when you were younger and how mm-hmm. you're trying to escape past that. So what's some words of wisdom that you have for people that out there that are still struggling in those dark places or people that are trying to escape their past or need some wisdom to start that business or become a leader in the community? Um, and just, uh, I mean, you just gotta, you know, always stay motivated. Um, you know, definitely want to surround yourself with uh with people that are successful people, people that are uh, that are gonna push you to do better. Um, you know, people that are gonna hold yourself accountable or hold you accountable for, you know, the things that you do wrong. You def- I mean, I, I feel that you definitely need that. Um, you know, that 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 core group of people that are actually gonna, you know, push you to make yourself better. Um, you know. Like I said, I mean, accountability's made a lot of it. Definitely, you gotta, you gotta get up. You gotta push yourself, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta uh, make sure you're uh, you're doing the things you you need to do in order to get where you want to be. Um, and I mean, of course, you know, most importantly, you gotta have the goals set, you know, to to where you want to go. <clears throat> well, we appreciate you for coming on today and talking to us for a little bit. Uh, no problem. Telling us more, you know, about real estate and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, man, once again, thank you so much for coming out here. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, if somebody now, are you accepting clients or anything? Oh can yeah, people, definitely. I'm always, like, how, always can, accepting, how can people reach out to you and stuff like that? Um, always, always accepting clients. Um, you know, um, you know, if you need to, you know, list list your home or, you know, you're ready to buy, you can uh, call me at 918-892-8597. Um, you know, Email me at uh, tturner at cbtulsa.com, <clears throat> you know, and also um, you can check me out on, on Facebook, you know, Terrell Turner at, uh, at Caldwell Banker, <clears throat> um, on, you know, on there. That, that'll have my website on there, um, and, you know, and, and any any information you need, you know, to, to get in touch with me. Also, I have a link to, um, you know, I just, uh, they, you know, MLS just launched a um, – you know, a new app, you know, where, you know, you can, uh, you can be able to, you know, look at properties, you know, in real time, you know, and kind of, uh, you know, get all that, get all a bunch of feedback in real time. So, you know, just those are different ways to get at me. Just, you know, <clears throat> get at me, Terrell Turner, Caldwell Banker Select. All right. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is the Juice Radio Show. I got some more Ty Dollar song for y'all. This one is called uh, Powder Blue featuring Gunner. So we'll be back with y'all. Like my mom made it. 
Now that I'm popping and running up comments, it's so hard to save it. I bought my shawty, no Balenciaga, ain't coming coming no laces. I put some VVs all up in my teeth and they looking like braces. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. I might pay your rent. Walled up the story, ooh, no more medicine. Coming through the back door, medicine. I miss Gucci with Chanel and some Batman. I pay my nose, I'm a of blue. Keep it real, but we made it through.
All right, all right. It's your boy Prince Q. I'm driving at the end of the show. Um, I miss you guys. I'm happy to be back. Um, and we are back with the Juice Crew. Um, everybody, how we feeling? What is everybody's thoughts right now? Where's our mind at? How we feeling right now? What's on your mind? What's on the dome? Had to had to mic check myself. Had to make sure the mic was on. Man, I feel like I missed. Oh my God, y'all hear me right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't hear nothing in the headphones. Nah, but uh, I felt like I missed out on a couple, couple conversations. But well, first and foremost, I went to movies last month. I just, I just felt like that needed to be known. Okay. I went to, <laughs> I went to go see uh, Words on Bathroom Walls. It was a great movie. What was that about? Okay, it came out this year too, so it wasn't no old movie. It was, it's about this. This dude, I bought the book too. Literally, that's how you know the movie was good. The movie was so good, I went straight to Amazon and bought the book and got it sent to my house. I ain't read it yet because I've been busy, but I got the book though. What's the name of the movie? You went it's to called see? Words on Bathroom Walls. Oh, you seen it? Well, I didn't see the movie, but I know what you're talking about. What's about? Like previews. Yeah. Isn't Why'd it, you say? Doesn't you he did? have like a mental thing and then he meets he's, a girl? He's schizophrenic. Yeah. 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 The movie was so the movie was so on the nose like it was it was I think it was a really great movie because it was he's a senior in wait and, so it was on the nose of what like how do you know it was on point if you didn't read the book <laughs> you just you just make me want to boobop you hey I'm I'm like, for real you said you got the book but you ain't ready okay because I I watched the movie so how do you I know it's on point movie. you didn't see the movie so can I talk about the movie I'm just saying I was using adjectives to describe how good the movie was because sometimes the movie can portray things that you can't get as good in the book either way though he was in high school his his senior year and he got diagnosed with schizophrenia and you know in the movie it actually showed you know his other personalities the other voices that were talking to him they were like right next to him and there was you know different people that were talking to him screaming you know the world was shaking and everything and then it would flip back and it would just be him, you know, tripping and everything. And that was just, that's why I said it was, like, so on the nose. It kind of put me in a position that I had never, that I had never felt like I had been in. And, you know, he got he got kicked out of his school, sent to a different school. He was being forced to take medication, juggling juggling his whole life and juggling life with this girl that he, that he met. It, it was a great movie, truthfully, you know. And it, it got, like, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, and, you know, Rotten Tomatoes is the top, mm-hmm. top movie critic, so 
So if that ain't good enough for you, I, I'd say look into it because, you know, because I don't really watch movies like that. But, period, but. okay, so my question to you is <laughs> how is it on point if you didn't read the book? Like, how do you know? How do you know if the book? How do you know if the book in the movie line up? How do you know that the same the same thing that they talk about in the book and the same things they put into your mind in the book is the same thing that they put into your mind on the screen if you ain't read the book? See, you, you misinterpreted what I'm saying. When I said it was on the nose, I didn't say on. I said on the nose. So yeah, whenever, but it's, I'm saying the movie, it was on the nose. I felt like I was in his shoes because it was portrayed that well. Like I mm. seen what was going on. I kind of was able to interpret how how it really felt. That's why I said the movie was so on the nose and things were said that, you know, you can't, you people don't usually just say in movies, you know, it was screaming, it was yelling, hospital beds you know, hallucinations, everything was, was there, like, you know, and I can't even just tell you everything, because I don't want to spoil the movie, but the movie was, it was, it was great. Well, so, my fault. so when you say, like, on the nose, you mean, like, the movie was on the nose, as in, like, this was a good movie? As in, like, okay, I never really tried to think about what it felt like to be schizophrenic, but if I was to say that put me in that shoe, that's, okay. that's what it was. Okay, I see, I see, I see. That's mm-hmm. why it was, that's why I said the movie was on the well, nose. Well, when I hear the term, it was on the nose, I think of life for real. I think of it as like that movie was spot on to what it was based off of. Well, that's I just only, my opinion. I can only agree so much because I'm not schizophrenic, young Tiller. <laughs> well, so we're gonna. You, in my personal any, opinion, go ahead. Go I ahead, thought Keith. the movie was on the nose, and the people that I seen the movie with, we all came to the conclusion that it was a great movie, and we felt. Like it was, it was that movie almost moved me to tears. You know, it was, it was a great movie. That's why I said it was. All right, well, we're gonna keep it moving. Um, I will say to add to the movie conversation, um, that the driving movie is nice. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's a whole experience right there. Yeah. Um, especially <laughs> with it being COVID nineteen and everybody is confined to being six feet apart, being in your car, going on a date, or going with friends, getting some food and chilling out in your car and watching the movie at the drive-in is an experience that you have to ha- have. I haven't had it in a minute, but I definitely want to experience that. It's date be- night, date night. It kind of touching on kind of what Willie was saying, you know, books turn into movies. For me, a TV show that I've been really watching is called Lovecraft Country. It's been an amazing, it's an amazing show. And it's actually based on a book too. And um, it takes place in the 1950s and it's dealing with racism, but it's also dealing with like, you know, monsters and supernatural stuff. And it's different because black people aren't really always portrayed as heroes in a horror movie or in a horror show, right? And so that's what makes this move the show. It feels like it's a movie every episode does, but that's what makes this show Lovecraft Country so good is because it feels like not only that every episode is a movie, but it's touching on like real issues that we deal with in the black community, like racism, and especially in the 1950s, because in the 1950s, people could just call you the N word on the street with no problem and not feel any remorse about it, and it was okay. That was like a regular thing to be called out of your name constantly. And I don't, I don't know if I could deal with being called out my name constantly every day without popping off on somebody. Cause my name is Quentin, you know, my name is not the N word or any other word for that matter. But I'm saying that to kind of touch on what Willie was saying, like he's really passionate about that movie and I'm really passionate about the show because I just think it's so good. And it's based on a book as well that I'm reading at actually at the moment. So um, what do you guys think about black people and horror genres? Do you think, 
that you know, that's what that's what this is like that's what this show is about like the mm-hmm. fact the reason why it's so successful is because we're not used to seeing black people as heroes in a horror show we usually we die fast you right. know we're the first people to die but to see black people like in sci-fi movies and see black people in horror genres like is that groundbreaking to y'all is that is that different and unique and is that something you'd be interested in watching or seeing um, you said, my bad. no go ahead but um you said um Lovecraft Country. Yeah, Lovecraft Country. Oh yeah, I've been watching it. You know, um, for me, it, you know, it's like um, lessons. You know, that like happened in the past. Like they showed the 1921 and what happened and stuff like that. Then they also showed like um, black girls that was named Jigaboos, and we all know what that means and yeah. stuff like that. Mm. So for me to like, at first I did not want to watch that because you know it's kind of yeah. creepy and stuff like that. But I have to, like, sit down and say, this is, like, a life lesson. I need to learn about these type of things like that, especially when it was the 1921 race riot. Yeah. That was really big. And, I'm happy you mentioned that. But yeah. Yeah, continue. Mm-hmm. Oh, continue? Okay, for sure. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was – the fact that he mentioned that, that's another thing about this, this show is that it featured the 1921 race riot in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I they mentioned Tulsa, like, three times in the mm-hmm. show. They yeah, shouted us out. They mentioned Booker T. Washington in this show. Um, so they gave us a lot of shout-outs in the show. So y'all should definitely check out the show Lovecraft Country. It's on HBO. Now, it's a it's a rated R show. So, no, you don't. It's free. Well, you get a – I mean, it's a free uh, membership for seven days. And then after that, I mean, you got to pay. But it's def- the show is worth it. I mean, if – don't, I mean, trust me, you're not going to be complaining about spending your coins on this show. I mean, it's worth it. I mean, I already used my seven-day free trial. <laughs> so, again, like, <laughs> I think this show is definitely worth it. But I'll still check it trial. out. I'll still check it out, though, even though I had to pay for a whole month or something, you know. And, Eden, you, you were kind of agreeing. Have you seen the show? Oh, no. No, I was okay. just saying, like, I didn't know that they, um, you know, included that. In yeah, they talked about yeah. Tulsa in the show. You know, that was really like, big. Yeah. So is it? So is it like a... Uh, so you said it's like a horror film type thing. So it's a show, but, but it's, it's a horror. show that takes yes. So is it like a? Is it like we follow we follow the protagonist around? Like it's one protagonist throughout the whole show, and so there's multiple protagonists in the show, but so, there's one particular star of the show. His name is Atticus Freeman, but every episode you get to understand each character. It's like almost kind of like the show American Horror Story. I don't know if you guys seen it, mm. but every episode, follow, well, every episode of the show, it follows the, each character in the show. But there's one main central character that is the show is themed around, which is Atticus. Um, but every episode kind of gets you familiar with each character and their background story and who they are. And it, but it's a, it's a horror genre show, but it's also sci-fi. But again, what's groundbreaking about it is that it takes place in the 1950s it features a black family in the 1950s that's kind of like put into this a lot of situations that are uncomfortable. It's like mixing racism, but mixing horror and sci-fi together. But it's groundbreaking. The show is making a lot of headlines because black people aren't so used to being in sci-fi and horror shows all the time. We're mainly in a black love movie or we're mainly in a sports I mean, we're not ever featured in like sci-fi and horror. So it's like almost like seeing you know, a black version of Harry Potter or seeing a black version of something you've never seen before. You know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. what the show kind of gives that excitement. Like, wow, I've never seen anything like this before. So hmm. you check it out. Um, it is rated R. So I want to put that out there. So that means that it's a lot of things are off limits on that show, but it, it's still a great show. So I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rated R. <laughs> I can only imagine what be going on in there. Oh, man. So what do you, so do you guys feel like you are ha- happy that 
more people are starting to talk about the Tulsa race riots. Man, I feel mm-hmm. like Tulsa is getting so much attention right now with, you know, movies, NBA stars, you know. They all coming to Tulsa, seeing, like, what we got in the 1921 documentaries. They make it all them type of things and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. very happy about what Tulsa is doing. Yeah, I am too. What do you guys think about that, about the Tulsa race riots and kind of more people getting more publicity? Anybody else got any thoughts on that? Kind of what Wayne was saying. Like, I think um, we are finally getting, like, that um, – recognition, um, especially on the race riot that should have been happening, but I feel like it's going pretty good, like, especially since they're, like, um, focusing on, like, the mass graves and stuff like that. I feel like it's going good. Yeah, yeah. So, do you guys feel like you you could tell somebody that didn't live in Tulsa about the Tulsa race riots? Like, you can educate them, like, okay, this is what happened, this is what it was about. Do you feel like you, feel like you educated on it, or you still, like, you feel like you're learning more about it every day? I think I'm still learning, but I still like to a certain extent. I'm more I'm educated enough to tell them. Like I feel like I could summarize it pretty well. Like let them know this happened, this happened, and then this is what happened after, and this is what that led to. Because I, I think also too, people don't realize that there was actually a Black Wall Street that existed before the Tulsa race riots. Right. People aren't even educated about Black Wall Street. They're more focused on, oh, there was just a little town in Tulsa that got bombed because there was a lot of racism going on. But they don't know that before the city got bombed or the town the town in Tulsa got bombed, well, Black Wall Street specifically, they don't know anything about Black Wall Street. They don't know that it was thriving businesses where Black people were, you know, business owners and making money and generating their own income and wealth and stuff like that. Now that people are giving more, you know, uh, history on the 1921 race riots, let's talk about Black Wall Street. Let's talk about what existed before that. Let's talk about the history of, of North Tulsa because North Tulsa didn't always look like this. Let's talk about the good things. You know, let's talk about the good things, right. So um, the next topic that I want to put out there is, you know, do you feel like – because the, since we're on the radio and we, since, we, you know, we talk about music and stuff like that all the time, um, do you guys feel like, how do you guys feel like the music industry has changed for artists nowadays to even put out music, go to, you know, have a concert or just like, what is your thoughts on just kind of where music is going? Where do you see the music industry going right now with COVID-19 well, happening? I mean, I can't really say where it's going, but I've seen like, you know, changes definitely like they I feel like they're having more of virtual concerts. Like I've seen some of those on social media. So I feel like. It's definitely different, but they're finding ways to kind of navigate through all this stuff. Mm. Me personally, I'd have to say, um, I feel like everything is going to become more independent now. Nobody's going to be part of a record label no more. It's going to be all independent. Because literally, you can just upload music straight from your phone. You know what I'm saying? You can read. You don't, you ain't got to go to the studio no more. You ain't gotta do nothing. You find a, you can make a beat. You can find a beat on your phone, record your voice on the phone, upload it with your phone. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. there's not gonna be. I feel like everybody's gonna be more independent now, and everybody's gonna have that free range to, free range to you know, okay, I ain't gotta wait for somebody to tell me to you know drop this song, do this or whatnot. I can only do. I can only make. Uh, I can only make a um, I can only make like three albums this year. I can make however many I want. I can do you know I can put a song out every day of, every day of the week if I wanted to, you know. And that right there, that is more of like I don't know. It's 
yeah, I would say with that, it, it will be more of like a battle. Like, uh, I can see it as like, uh, who can do the most, you know, who can produce the most, the fastest, or who can have the best quality within, you know, or who has the best quality with their music right now. Um, and so, yeah, like, like with Lil Nas X, say if Lil Nas X came out right now, I mean, will people really listen to him? If he didn't sign to a label, I would. I mean, that's what I'm, I mean. I'm not saying like it's a bad thing, but like if he didn't get, if his name didn't blow up, blow up, and then he got signed right after his name blew up, would y'all still listen to him? Like, how would y'all know he came out with more music? If it wasn't getting promoted. If you, huh? If it wasn't getting promoted. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a very tough question, only because like. I mean, who, half the artists we know about, we wouldn't know if they were signed. They weren't signed to a record label. But I think with 2020, I mean, you know, just moving forward, I think we have, like you're saying, Tiller, that uh, I think now everybody's a lot more independent. So I don't think it even matters to be signed to a record label to get recognition. If anything, it's about your grind. It's about your hustle. It's about your connections. It's, it's about you. It been back in the day in the music industry, it was about who's your manager. How was they promoting you? Um, what connections they had? It's still some of that nowadays, but a lot of it is you. A lot of it is just grind, hustle. How? And another thing about, I feel like, being a music artist nowadays, I think it's all about technology. I think a lot of times nowadays, if you're really good at using certain apps, you're really good at using certain video apps, you're good at TikTok, you're good at, like, you got to be, like, well-versed in a lot of different areas even to promote your music nowadays. It's not just simply just, oh, I posted my single, because I just posted three singles, actually, on iTunes that you guys check out, but um, I'm saying that to say, like, nowadays, it's not just posting your singles. It's, did you make a video promoting your singles? Did you make a TikTok? Did you do this? Did you do that? I mean, it's like, we live in a very fast-paced time period right now where it's not just about releasing music. It's about how are you promoting your music? Right. You know what I mean? So that's that's what I would say to that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, my bad. Like, but Lil Nas X, he actually put himself on. Let, actually, let me... Let he me, did. He put his I own mean, stuff on, actually. Yeah, but, so, but then know. he got signed. And so, you know, people... That's when people really started listening to him. And he got that... Then they did the remix to his original song with... Uh, Billy. Billy, yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is that even though Lil Nas X is now... He's popping and whatnot. I think he really earned it. I mean, I don't no, think... No, I'm not saying... I'm not knocking him saying that he didn't earn it or nothing. But I'm just saying, like, if... Like saying he still got to where he is today, but without being signed, you know what I'm saying? That's how he really like. I think his grind led him to success, regardless right. if he was signed or not. Yeah. I feel like his grind, regardless if he is on a record label or not, I think he still would have been popping because his grind led him to where he's at. Because before he was signed to a record label, he had released some music on, um, I believe it was, uh, I don't know why I forget on TikTok yeah. and on a lot of different platforms. Yeah, like he was. He'd been rapping well, and everything. I've been just grinding. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I only I knew him from. I only knew him from uh, that one song. But no time wrote, and then after that, that was it. I started listening to some of his music. So what, what's your question specifically? It was just like, you know, with more, with, with the same amount of people who know him today, know him, like, uh, in the future. No, like the same route, like in today's world, like with the COVID and everything. Do y'all feel like he will be more of a blow up if his success happened right now, 
or would it be less than where he is now? I think so because everybody's online. You think he's on the phone nowadays? Yeah. We always online. We always scrolling. Yeah, we always on Instagram, YouTube. You know, when you first wake up in the morning, you're checking your update. So, I mean, I don't think that it, it COVID has affected that because, if anything, everybody is online right now. Everybody right. is on their phones. Everybody is on social media because we have nothing else to do. <laughs> that's how we interact with each other, you know? That's how we that's how we communicate nowadays. So, I mean, I think it would be a different thing if I, – I don't, I don't see that being affected, actually. I don't know. That's me. What do y'all think? Yeah, I feel like he would have blew up just, just the same because, I mean, you know, regardless of COVID and when it dropped, the quality is still the same, and I feel like he would have got what he deserved and he would have blew up. Mm-hmm. And the people that aren't blowing up are the people that aren't on social media. Right. <laughs> the people that are not promoting their music, the people that are not into technology, the people that are not don't have an Instagram right. profile or don't have a, or a Facebook, you know, those are the people that are not. There are a lot of talented people in Tulsa that are not where they should be because they're they just not promoting their music on social media like other yeah. people are doing it. But it doesn't mean they're not talented. It doesn't mean they don't have the potential to be a star. It just means that nowadays technology is taking over everything, and that's kind of where artists have to be. Right. Like, more, you, you have to be nowadays it's not about but it's really not about uh when it comes to music it's not about you know oh can you sing well it is about can you sing or can you can you do this and this and that but like when it comes to technology and you in the music game it it's like what can you what can you really do that's creative you know what i'm saying yeah. can you make a beat on your own can you sample a beat on your own can you can you uh mix and master your own music how do you make music do you pay somebody to make your music type stuff um not trying to call nobody out or nothing but it's like you know some people take that some people take the time like russ everything russ puts out he creates the beat himself he you know he does it all himself he's not even signed and he still do it all his stuff self and he's still popping you know that's how some people know russ some people know Russ just because, like, oh, yeah, bro, I like his music. But if you really, really know, like, how he got there and what he did, you know, it's, to me, is different. Um, I guess a different type of success, you know. Well, I think what separates people from being successful and not being successful is the fact that some people want it, some people don't. Really? You got to want it bad enough. You can, it don't matter how where you come from. It don't matter anything. If you want it bad enough, you got to do what you need to do to get it, period. You can't be going on about Because, so, like... You gotta set some limits about oh now I'm a big dog. You can't do anything and everything. So I, I think I think you may be you know, what I'm confused saying what I'm confused. I'm not saying that I'm gonna do anything that's gonna jeopardize my self worth and value as a person to be successful. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that people do all kinds of things to be successful, and they and it's all all about your grind and your hustle, and that looks like a lot of different things for a lot of different people. That's what I'm saying. That somebody maybe go to the strip club, and that that may be how they pay their bills. I'm not gonna knock that person because they're paying their bills and they're hustling. They're grinded. I may not do it. I may not want my daughter doing it, but I'm not going to knock that person because they're they're actually making moves and being successful. Like, that's what um, Iggy Azalea had to do. That's what a lot of artists, heck, people have to sell drugs sometimes. To, I'm not promoting that, but some of your favorite rappers, they wouldn't even be where they are right now if they weren't doing some negative mm-hmm. stuff that you probably don't agree with or you would never do, but now they're stars. Man, you're not so lying. it was all about that grind. So it wasn't about the drugs. It wasn't <clears throat> about being a stripper. It was more about that grind, that hustle. You're in a situation, like I like to use the example of being a cactus. You're in the desert. You're going to do everything you can to survive. You may not be where you want to be in life, but you're going to do everything you can in the situation you're in to make ends meet to get you to the next level so you don't have to do what you're doing. 
That's the that's the definition of grind and hustle right there. That's how I feel. I love that analogy. Well, you just wait till that water come in, you know, and and when it rain. Yeah, yeah. But like, yo, but back to uh, Lil Nas X X, briefly. Like, whenever Old Town Road first first dropped, he was like promoting it. He was on it, and then he remixed that song like five times. Like, so he made sure that song stayed out. That song stayed popular throughout the whole year. So he made sure it was gonna blow up regardless. Because not only did he remix it. With Billy Ray Cyrus, he had a remix with with Young Thug on it, Mason Ramsey on it, BTS on a different remix, Diplo on a different remix. Like that's five different remixes, just just of one song, you know. Top artists. Then he dropped his EP while he was still at, you know, the peak of his popularity, and that EP was, you know, good. So I guess what really makes or breaks you as a artist or as a whatever you want to do is how bad you really want it and how good your craft really is. And he. And how consistent, and I'd say he had both of them. That's why we were just like, yeah, he, w- he would have blew up regardless if, you know, if he was on a label or if he... Or not. Or not, because, I mean, the talent was still there and the motivation was still there, so he, he got what he was supposed to Because the label don't create the grind, because they, exactly. you could be on a label and they paying you a lot of money, but you, you gotta, if you got you don't the grind or the drive and the ambition to be an artist, then exactly. you're wasting time. <clears throat> you wouldn't have got any interest from the label in the first place. Right, you, you wouldn't have got interest from the label in the first place. you wasn't doing what you was doing. And that's the thing that Willie said that's, like, so true is, like, people are going to pay attention to you because of your own drive and hustle. Like, people don't get signed because they're just nobody. They get signed because, oh, I recognize this young dude over here is, like, making moves by himself. Yeah, I want to be have a piece of that. I need to sign this person. So I feel like Lil Nas X, he earned it. I mean, exactly. he, he it wasn't about him being signed. People were trying to get him on their label because he was doing all this by himself. Exactly. Without anybody's help, so it's like he was independent, like Tilla was saying. I mean, Man. Eden, what do you think? Because I think right now I'm loving what you're doing and the music you're putting out and the YouTube videos you're creating. So do you feel like Girl, as an artist skills over there? Do you feel like as an artist, like because I because we both artists and, uh, as well as Tilla and some other people in this room that maybe haven't really tapped into their talent yet. But do you feel like as an artist, do you feel more pressure to like grind a lot harder because of social media? What do you? What is your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like, competitive. Like, I feel like a lot of people, um, especially with this um, quarantine stuff, I feel like a lot of people kind of showed out, like, you know, with their talents. And I feel like it's gotten more competitive. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's definitely pressure. Like, even for me, like, even putting myself out there, like, even with me thinking of what I'm going to put out for my next, like, song, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like people liked what I put out, but then it's like you got to think about it, like, Will they like this or will they like this sound, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like pressure or pressure in that way. Um, and then also, it is really important to be consistent. And I know I don't do that that well, but I try to. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, it's definitely pressure. It's definitely, like, even just not putting myself out there, it's scary. It still is because um, you don't know what people are going to think and everything, but... Um, I mean, it's what I want to do. It's what I like to do. So I'm going to just keep doing it. So. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I I know for a fact that I'm talented and I, I make good music. I just released three singles. And I, my yes. thing is, like, I know I could be grinding just start as Lil Nas X if I wanted to. But I'm not. You know, I'll be honest. I, I'm not grinding like I could. But I so I know that I see that potential in myself. I see, you know, it's important that you see that. It's It's important that you see that you're not grinding like you should because that just means that you have more potential than you're really showing. Because if you stop yourself and you're like, Oh, this is all I can do. All I can do is just do that. You're not going to get any farther in your life than you want to be because you've already limited your potential already. So if you already see that you can do more, that's the first step. 
<laughs> like mm. when you see that when you see Lil Nas X or you see somebody in our generation that's making music and they popping off on online, it's because they grinding. You know, that's the only way to do it. You know, especially in, again in today's time period because that's how you get. That's really how you get signed. But I don't honestly, as an artist, I don't want to be signed. Actually, I think I want to be independent. And I want to learn how to manage my own brand. I want to have my own meetings with my staff. I want to have my, I want to manage it myself because now I see that getting yourself involved with other people is only going to like twist a lot of cables and t- you're going to owe this person that, owe that person right. that. Your copyrights are going to be over here. This, your masters are going to be over here. It's like I've heard Taylor Swift getting really bad record deals from people and being in the news and a lot of other people that, you know, yeah. just have really shady deals with. Frank Ocean, that happened to Ocean with, with Def Jam, one of the biggest record labels on the planet. Frank Ocean is now an independent artist. He's not even signed to a label right now. He's putting out music. So there's really a lot of popping artists right now that, that ain't even signed to labels because right. labels are just shady and they just all they want well, is your money. I said, you know, I, I don't know who I said this to, but the other day we were talking about artists and their journeys and whatnot. And, you know, when you start off as an artist, you start off as a independent artists man while you going into your career you start thinking about uh you start thinking about becoming an independent artist you know after you already signed with a label one night and the label is being successful you like yeah i think it's time for me to become an independent artist but that's how some people see it then there's some people who see it like you know i'm an independent artist then they get big i'm still an independent artist and you know that's that's one that's I feel like uh that's where you're trying to be and I feel like I agree with that. Um because I wouldn't want nobody to be like, Oh yeah, you ain't got you can't do nothing with this song, with that song, you can't touch this or that, all that because You gotta dress like this, you gotta look like right. that. No. Like no, why I gotta have why I gotta have restrictions on what what I wanna do. I thought I was the artist, right? Why I gotta have That's what record labels do though. I know, but it's like why I gotta you know. Why do I have to why can I only put out three albums this year? What if I want to put out five this year? Man. You know, it's like So uh, if you so if you're independent, you have control over everything you wanna do. Right. So you can be like, you know what? Yeah. For the whole month of for the whole month of October, I'm dropping a single every Friday. Man. You know what I'm saying? If you were a label, can't you that. can't do that. They're gonna be like, Bro, if you don't get out of here without all that, bro, we're not about to let you But that's do that. the skill of it. That's the skill of, you know, being with a label is you got to figure out the strategy. As a strategy, it ain't just putting out a song every every Sunday. There's a strategy to it. You got to figure out what your strategy is. And that's why it is important. Like, if you are independent, you got to learn how to manage yourself. You got you to gotta read up on, you got to study your craft. You got to educate yourself on what you're passionate about. You may be talented at, you know, writing. You may be talented at singing. You may be talented at rapping, but you got to actually study your craft. It's not just about going into the studio and putting some down. If you're trying to make it in this business, it's about learning how to be in the business, how to how to last. You know what I mean? Like how to, right. where do I distribute my music at? Where do I, you know, there's a lot to learn. How do I get my music copyrighted? Right. There's a lot to it than just, oh, I'm talented at rapping. I'm talented at singing out. It's a lot to it. So I think yeah. you just got to know, have the right people around you that believe in what you're trying to do and, you know, see your vision. Because nobody can see your vision like you see it. That's, that's period. I don't care if you sign up the label or not. People aren't going to see your vision like you see it. And that's why being independent is like the path for me, I've realized as an artist, because I, I have a vision for myself as an artist and like who I am and what I want to look like, how I want to sound. And I know that either you haven't put out an album yet or a mixtape. So I know that you have like a vision for your yeah, your yeah. projects. And kind of tell me a little, little, bit, about, a little bit about that, because you're a talented artist here in Tulsa and we need to, you know, mm-hmm. highlight us Tulsa talent. Um, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like when I write stuff, um, I mean, I kind of agree with what you're saying. Like, nobody can really see what you see. Like, even when I go into, like, the studio and record something, it's kind of hard to, like, like, communicate what you see in your mind to them, you know what I mean? But, I mean... I do want to, I don't really want to release, like, an album or anything yet, but maybe, like, an EP, you know, something small, mm-hmm. but something, uh, I want to, <laughs> I definitely like my stuff to, like, mean something, I don't want to, I don't write just because, like, the words that I sing or that I write, it's because I felt that way, like, emotions, me, yeah, yeah, so, who are some of the artists that inspire you, they mean to cut you off, by the way? Uh, um, okay, the weekend. <laughs> the weekend, okay. Yeah, um, you kind of give me like young scissor vibes. I Man, like, I say I could say scissor, Kalani, scissor, scissor, my bad, scissor, scissor, Kalani, uh, Janae Aiko. Say it again. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I mean, definitely those. I see, yeah. I see a lot of scissor in you. Not not the, not that you're not eating because yeah. you're eating you're not hurt but I see right. like but like that vibe I, you know yeah I can I can see this type of music you know yeah. like uh, I feel like you will fit fit in with them if they were to make a girls group like uh, TLC or something I can see you getting put in it or something you know that'd be I can see that yeah and so. I mean no I like I listen to all of them but I mean if I like listen to artists if I like them. It's mostly because, like, I like their story. Like, okay, I know I'd be going crazy over the weekend, but it's not even it's not even just that. It's, like, his story, um, mm-hmm. his story is, like, inspiring. Like, he started off as, like, this, like, underground artist, and he just kept putting out stuff. And, Don't they all? I mean, no, it's deeper than that, though. See, that's it's, how I feel about Frank Ocean. His story is pretty yeah, dope, yeah. Like, Have you heard of House yeah. you heard of House of Balloons, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's like a really great mixtape, and that's yeah. kind of what my mixtape <laughs> is inspired by, you know. Because um, I don't know, well, for me, my, my favorite artists are Janae Aiko, Frank Ocean. Um, but actually, those are my, they're two of my favorite artists, Janae Aiko and Frank Ocean. Because um, I feel like they're like the male and female version of me. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that, yeah. I definitely, and Selena, she, um, not Selena Gomez. But the Mexican, uh, <laughs> Selena she Shout out Selena Gomez. Yeah, no. But, <laughs> yeah, I love her because, I mean, just watching the movie, I never even really knew about her until I watched the movie. movie. Oh, Selena the singer, the yeah. one that got oh, killed. Good movie, okay. Boy. Yeah, her boy. story is so good. Just because, class every year. just because, um, I don't know, like, the vision she had when she was really little, I know her dad kind of helped her with a lot of that, but she was really passionate about it, kind of like how I am, and it just kind of inspires me to just, you know, keep writing so I can mm-hmm. get to where I want to be, like, she got where she wants to be, you know? Yeah, and I, I think the one thing we can all agree in this room is we all love music, you know? And, you know, we all are artistic in some way. So now we're about to get to the words of wisdom. We're, like, mm-hmm. about four minutes into the end of the show. So let's start with you, Eden. What's some words of wisdom for you, for the people out there? Okay, so I usually find quotes. Okay. Well, while she's looking, I'm going to go first. So um, this one just came to me after the topic we were talking about. The dome. But uh, uh, my words of wisdom is to continue creating no matter the cause. You know, uh, continue to promote yourself no matter what. Even if you feel like people ain't going to like it, you know, still do it. Still put it out there. Because uh, you never know. Somebody, 
that might be that might be what blows up. You know, that might be that that might be the big thing right there. And you'd be like, No, I don't know. I don't really like it like that. But then somebody like, Bro, that's fire. So just keep just keep on. You know, I gotta that was that was some words it wasn't to myself and so I gotta keep creating. Shout out to her. Um, who's who's next? I'll go. So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um so yeah, this quote kinda inspired me. Um basically I just wanna say just kinda like I don't wanna be cheesy, but I would say to just be like kind to everyone around you, like be respectful because I've seen like a lot of bad news lately, like especially on social media, a lot of like suicide and a lot of bad stuff. So and I mean this quote just says everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about, so be kind always and it's true. Like you can think someone's perfect or someone's life's perfect, you have no idea what's going on with them. Like just you know, treat them how you want to be treated basically. Yeah. Who's next? I got it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um stay humble. Sick. That's all. <laughs> Two words. Um I don't want to take up too much time, I guess, since, you know, I have no words of wisdom off the dome. It's part of a little poem I've been writing here and there because, you know, I'll be, I'll be BSing with the poems. <laughs> but uh, it's just a little first little snippet. It says, no matter how much I accomplish, my failures will always outweigh them. I get reminded of them constantly. I'll never be able to escape them. It's like people purposely tell me my wrongs. So I- I'm not saying pat, I'm not saying pat me on the back and coddle me. I'm just saying don't kick me while I'm down. You're demolishing me. So basically, that's basically what Eden said. Cause you know, and also me personally, I'd like to be my my biggest critic. I want to be. I have to hold myself to a different level of accountability than other people hold me to. Cause I know what I want to be and where I want to be at. And at the same time, I people don't know what you have going on. You could be fighting whatever you fighting. You could be doing whatever. You're doing. So you know, just keep moving. You know, be able be able to talk about yourself. I guess a lot of people don't think you know they have emotions or don't think they can talk about themselves to themselves. But I feel like that's part of the best, one of the best coping methods is out there, just sitting and talking and evaluating what's what you got, Tanner. In right, um, the um, since Eden brought up Selena, one thing I I got from that movie is watch it back. Try not to let your guard down as much. Mm. Oh, yeah. mm. Hello. Mm. That part. Hold up. My words of wisdom is just like find the best version of you in your head. Like whatever you see yourself as, like that star that you are, whatever it is, you know, don't let COVID-19 stop your grind and stop the vision you have of yourself. Whoever you see yourself as, continue to to elevate yourself and to try to accomplish becoming the best version of yourself right. you can be. Okay. All right. Well, that's the Juice Radio Show. We'll see you all next week. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, be blessed and take care.
bad boy, straight for the vibe. Baby, touching my line, maybe we should take a drive. Looking up high, see the 80s in the sky. Got a house by the beach, made a move feel right. Michelle, I got a crystal for you. Flowers in your pictures. A boat with a big sail for you. Look at the stars tonight. They all just remind me of you. Still living Malibu, right? Last time I came on, you had a range roll, you was laying low, you was playing with me, girl, no piano, I was looking at the water to my end, oh, let's go diving in the deep end, wanna fall into you deeper, let's not wait until the weekend. Let's go diving in the deep end. Let's go diving in the deep end. Wanna come to you deeper. Let's not wait till the weekend. Let's go diving in the deep end. Deep end. Diving in the deep can't wait another life Halfway through summertime Then go, we gotta try Go be my butterfly You're always on my mind And if you wanna fly Let's go down in the sea. 